Hi, everybody, and welcome to I Need a Ruling, a golf podcast. My name is Doug Hoffman. I'll be your host. I am the Director of Rules and Competitions for the Minnesota Golf Association, a PGA Master Professional, and a certified expert in the rules by the United States Golf Association. If you are new to I Need a Ruling, welcome. I am glad you are taking the time to listen. The purpose of I Need a Ruling is to discuss the rules of golf by breaking them down into small, manageable, easy-to-understand segments. Each episode will last approximately 8 to 10 minutes, so I will discuss only one or two rules. I would rather create a short episode and allow you to grasp the concept being discussed, rather than overwhelm you with many different topics. Considering the recent incidences on the tour, I think it would be timely to discuss the relevant rules. In particular, I am talking about the issues related to the caddy standing behind the player and Ricky Fowler's ball rolling into the penalty area after he had placed it. Let's get started. The first topic is Rule 10.3, Caddies. The purpose of the rule as found in the rules book states, The player may have a caddy to carry the player's clubs and give advice and other help during the round, but there are limits to what the caddy is allowed to do. The player is responsible for the caddy's actions during the round and will get a penalty if the caddy breaches the rules. This statement gives us a very broad overview of what the rule is all about. Now let's look at some of the particulars. First, a player may have only one caddy at a time. This is not a change in the rules, but this does not mean a player cannot change caddies. However, a player cannot change caddies temporarily for the sole purpose of getting advice from the new person. A player also may use another player who has already completed his or her round. Next, there are a number of things a caddy may do. Of course, there are the normal functions, such as handling the club, searching for a ball, giving advice, and raking bunkers. However, some other functions include brushing away sand on the putting green, removing loose impediments and movable obstructions, and, new for this year, marking and lifting the player's ball when it is on the putting green, even without the authority of the player. Along with what the caddy may do, there are some things the caddy may not do, such as concede a stroke, hole, or match in match play, drop the ball, or decide to take relief under a rule. The most significant change to the rules for 2019 is the prohibition to having the caddy, quote, deliberately stand on or close to an extension of the line of play behind the player's ball when the player begins taking a stance for the stroke and until the stroke is made. This particular rule is what has created a stir both on the European Tour as well as the PGA Tour. The Twitter sphere and other social media platforms have become almost as divided on this topic as it is on politics. It should be stated that the reason this change was included in the new rules was the belief that the ability to align oneself in preparation to making a shot is a significant part of playing the game. And, with more and more players becoming dependent upon the caddy to be properly lined up, the USGA and RNA, the two rules-making bodies in golf, decided to draw a line in the sand with this process. It is okay for the caddy to stand with the player behind the ball and discuss the shot and identify the line, but the responsibility of lining up properly needs to rest with the player. The first episode included Hao Tong Li, a Chinese player who had his caddy stand behind him as he began the process to take his stance for a putt. 
While it was only for maybe one second, unfortunately there was a violation. The key to the rule is the concept of beginning to take the stance. That has been interpreted to mean as soon as the player places the foot and begins to turn the body for the stance. Another caveat to Lee's situation is the application of the penalty. If this happened anywhere other than the putting green, there is no getting out of the penalty. However, in Lee's case, since it did happen on the putting green, he could have avoided the penalty by stepping away from his ball and then resetting himself. But because he failed to do so, he incurred a two-stroke penalty and fell from a tie for third place to a tie for 12th place and lost approximately $90,000 U.S. The next incident occurred at the Waste Management Phoenix Open when Denny McCarthy's caddy stood on the line behind McCarthy as the two discussed the shot. It was initially ruled that McCarthy was in breach of the rule and was assessed the two-stroke penalty. To be clear, McCarthy never actually placed his feet for the stroke, but was making practice strokes as the pair talked. Ultimately, McCarthy stepped back and the caddy moved before McCarthy stepped into the position and made the shot. This incident set off a proverbial firestorm of tweets for all sorts of people, including many well-known tour players like Justin Thomas and Luke Donald, to name just two. Most people were outraged with the ruling and vented their frustration at the USGA and RNA for creating the mess and failing miserably in their attempt to rewrite the rules and make them simpler. To their credit, the USGA and RNA conversed and made a statement the next morning that McCarthy should not have been penalized since he had not begun to take his stance for the actual stroke. From my perspective, the ruling on Lee was correct, albeit seemingly harsh. The margin was razor thin, only a second. However, had Lee really known the rule, he could have avoided the issue. The McCarthy ruling could have gone either way but I applaud the USGA, RNA, and PGA Tour for correcting the ruling. The key difference between Lee and McCarthy was that Lee actually took a stance, while McCarthy was making practice swings. Unfortunately, it was very difficult to identify if the stance for the stroke was different than the stroke for his practice swings. These examples show that, while the rules are extremely well thought out in the development process, also thousands of hours went into writing them by many very learned people, there will be some tweaks that will need to be made. The second incident deals with the ball at rest moving, and in this specific case, by natural forces. Fortunately, this is covered by Rule 9.3, but more details of the rule are worth noting. During the final round in Phoenix, Ricky Fowler played a pitch shot on the 11th hole. It had been raining and the grass was wet, so the ball did not check up as he expected. In fact, it went over the green and down the embankment, ultimately coming to rest in the penalty area. No worries, right? He elected to proceed under the lateral relief option, dropping a ball within two club lengths of where his shot entered the penalty area. He dropped it twice. Both times his ball went back into the penalty area. Thus, per Rule 14.3c2, he was required to place the ball where it hit the ground on the second drop. He did so, but it was obvious he was not sure it would stay on that spot. Once he was comfortable the ball was at rest, he began to look at his upcoming shot. Unfortunately, while preparing for the shot, gravity took over with the ball and it rolled back into the penalty area. Since that ball was at rest, we moved to Rule 9.3. 
ball moved by natural forces. It is very simple. There is no penalty, and the ball must be played from its new spot. This forced Fowler to take yet another one-stroke penalty to get out of the penalty area. From there, he pitched it onto the green and made a great putt to save his triple bogey seven. As is our current society, many people were extremely upset with Fowler's ruling. That is, he was forced to take another penalty for relief from the penalty area, despite doing nothing to cause the ball to move. It wasn't fair, they exclaimed. Another example of how stupid the rules of golf are. Why can't the tweed blazers at the USGA and RNA get things right? Reality is that this is not a change to the rules, and this has happened previously. But since it was not as well publicized, and maybe because it didn't happen to a well-liked player, and social media wasn't as rampant, basically no one knows about it even to this day. What is important to mention is the change that did take place with the new rules, dealing with the ball moving in particular on the putting green. If a player marks, lifts, and replaces the ball, and it then moves due to natural forces, there is no penalty and the ball must be replaced. In other words, once the player lifts and replaces the ball, it owns that spot. However, if the player has not lifted and replaced it, the natural forces, wind, water, or gravity, cause the ball to move, it will be played from where it comes to rest, including in the hole, or in a penalty area. Fortunately, Fowler went on to win the tournament and exercise any demons he may have had for failing to hold late leads in Phoenix previously. But it should be pointed out that he had other options available, such as playing under stroke and distance, or that is, from where he played his previous pitch, or not putting the ball on the spot until he was ready to hit it, or even dropping closer to the edge of the penalty area on a less severe slope if one existed. Yes, it is easy to say that now with 2020 hindsight. But as I often say, sometimes you have to be smart to play this game. Well, thanks again for listening. I hope you have found this interesting and helpful to your knowledge of the rules and hope you would consider following me. Also, please consider sharing this so your friends can benefit as well. If you have any questions on the rules that you would like me to discuss, please email them to me. I can be reached at ineedaruling at gmail.com. I also am on Twitter at ineedaruling or Doug Hoffman, D-O-U-G-H-O-F-F-M-A-N-N and the number 4, as well as the Facebook page. I look forward to hearing from you. Lastly, the podcast is available on many of your favorite platforms, including anchor.fm, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and Spotify. Until next time, play well and have fun.